Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empowering Single Mom Podcast on today. Today is Wednesday. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So today is Wednesday. Today we're going to be talking about taking off the mask. Like you know how people try to be something that they're not like, you know, say for instance, um, just taking off the mask, being you, being the real you, not being something that you're not being. Just be you, taking off the mask so that way, take off the mask so that way you can heal, you can begin to fix your brokenness so that way you will be able to be a better you, a better version of you. So we need to learn how to just taking off the mask you know we walk around thinking okay i don't want to show my true self because if i show my true self people might judge me or whatever and different stuff like you know just taking off the mask you know removing the mask we wear we that's what we're talking about removing meaning like if you you know how some people i'm gonna say for instance i'm just gonna put this out here say you wear like a lot of makeup and people don't know what you really look like. Like, you might wear stitches. Nothing wrong with that. You might wear braids. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about like, like being your true self. Being who you are. Being just you. I mean, like, okay, you might deal with some struggles. You might deal with different stuff that goes on in life. But you must know who are you. Like, who am, who am I? Why do I feel like you might look at pictures on Instagram and say, oh, I need to get a butt. Get my butt done. Ooh get this done I get that done so I can look good or whatever the case may be but is that gonna even though if you do all that is that, is that still gonna make you happy and that's still gonna bring you joy it might be temporarily but temporarily mean doesn't last forever so I'm gonna read this and then I'm gonna talk about it it's gonna be t- it's, I'm re- um, removing the mask we wear removing who you are Removing all that so that way God can fix you and can heal you. Okay. I'm great at putting on everything that is wonderful. Mass when I am all tore up inside. People think I have it all together, but I don't. I have a hard time talking about my struggles. Many Christians have become expert in hiding behind a mask or concerned when it when truth when truth they are masking a job emotion anger hurt fear and bitterness in second corinthians chapter 12 verse 25 through 26 paul described how the body of christ should function there should be no division in the body but it is a part should have equal concern for each other if one part suffer, suffers every part suffers suffers uh, with it in light in this instruction to share each other pain while so many of us determined to suffer alone why do we wear masks that is the main why do we wear masks because we don't want people to know who we really are we don't know, want people to know we struggling or we dealing with anger hurt all we don't want nobody to know because why because some people are be so judgmental oh girl you dealing with that you know some people you know we hide behind like makeup we have behind, okay, I buy all these clothes and all these name brand stuff. And I got this big pretty house. And I got this car. 
and we hide behind those things because that that makes us we feel like that makes us but deep down we are just all we doing is just covering up our mask covering up the true self some people hide behind say they got a man that well man or they go feel like they have to go out get jobs done to their body so they can feel a certain way or be with this certain category or whatever but we're gonna get down to the real reason why people wear masks we cleanse to our masks for several reasons okay number one we think people will love us if we are just the way we are that's number one we think that people won't love us We feel like people won't love us if way we the way we are. So we put a mask on, being like, "Oh, I gotta fix myself up," or ain't nothing wrong with that. But you know how some people, uh, I can't show my true self because you just sit up there in the corner, y'all quiet. You won't tell nobody, which is kind of hard to tell people your business. People throw it back in the face, but you know, we just like, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm I'm hurting the inside, so I'm not gonna go get no help. You know, whatever the case may be. Childhood experience condition us to feel rejected as adult. If our parents made us feel loved, even we, even when we are art perfect and we may grow confidence that other adults will accept us in spite of our faults. On the other hand, if our parents loved us, condition we might carry out our adult childhood, I mean adult relationship, they feel that others will reject us if they find out we are are unworthy. We are not worthy. Meaning like, okay, say you came from a loving home and your parents they boost up your confidence. They told you that you're love. You can do all these great things. Blase, blase. You are, you look pretty. No matter. You know, just tell y'all good stuff. Vice versa, you even even though you probably grew up in that, but you still might like, you probably still like you still unworthy. You know, like it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean you came from a parent, two parent household, one parent household, and they told you, "Oh, you love this and that." That doesn't mean it because you're always gonna find something in life to will make you feel like you're not worthy, uh, or you're not confident in yourself. Number two, we are afraid people would think we are not good Christians. Yes, we will. Um, if I tell my non-Christian friends how. If I tell my non-Christian friend, they will wonder, how can I be a Christian and still have some serious struggle? I'm afraid they might think I'm a hypocrite. And how I tell my Christian friends who never seem to have any problems of their own, they might think I'm not as good Christian as they are. So we tend to wear masks because we don't want to tell people, okay, I struggle with this. Or like, you might go to somebody in your church or whatever. I struggle with this, but you know how how people do judge you. I'm not going to lie. They will judge you to the T. Even though they're not Jesus or the judge. But they will judge you. I've, I've been judged. And I don't care about who. But they still get judged. But <laughs> but they might think you're like a hypocrite. You know, like, I don't want to tell nobody. Because you, as you know, in this day and time, this day and age now, we tell people certain stuff and some, some people throw it back in our face. I'm going to tell you a story about some of my struggles, how I had to just unmask some things. It's coming out very slowly, but surely, but I'm going to tell y'all. Number three, we think people don't care. When we ask people how you doing, we perceive that they're acting out of polite and kindness, not because they want to know. So we smile and answer fine, and we go on our way. We have trouble believing everyone is really Everyone is really interested in how we doing. When people ask you how you're doing, be honest, because I feel like that's the only way you can just 
trying to get you some help. Um, I used to do that all the time. I, I could be toe up in the inside, about to just have a breakdown, be crying in the inside, just toe up from the flow up. Somebody asked me, hey girl, how you doing? I'm fine. And don't want to tell them because I know how some people are. You know, they might say, dang, every time you look up, you always got an issue going on. Dang, I thought you was, you go to church all the time, so how you got an issue? Uh, you know, just all type of stuff. People say all type of stuff. So, you know, number five, item four. We are afraid of gospel. Gospel at one time or another has probably affected us all. We know that we are we know there are certain people we cannot combine in because they might broadcast details of our problem lives everywhere. As a result, we are reluctant to combine in anyone. Uh, yes, that's very true. That's why people don't tell people. That's why people hide behind that mat. So when they get home, they hurt it, they cry. They probably mad at their kids, mad at the family, just breaking up things, just want to be in a depressed state, stay in this bubble, stay in this box. Because if I stay here, don't nobody need to know about my struggles. If I stay here, don't nobody need to know nothing. If I stay here, I'm safe. I, I'm safe. I mean, like, if I get out, what if they talk about me? Well, people say they people say they care about me, but they really don't care. What if they say, oh, you talk about God and this and that, but you're not together. So, you know, you have all of this. Okay, I got all this. I'm out looking good, but when I get home, I'm a different person. Like, I can't be me. Or I can, well, when you get home, I can be me. But when you get out in the world, you can't be who, you, you can't be your true self. Meaning like you hide behind a mask. Because you don't want people talking about you. You hide behind your car because this is my new car, girl. I got me, girl. Look at my, look at my Rolex or look at my diamonds or look at my Chanel's or Louis Vuittons or Redbox, whatever, huh? All the names. I don't even care about it because I'm not into stuff like that. But people hide behind it because it makes them feel good. It makes them feel worthy. It makes them feel like I am on top of the world. But when they get home, they crying. They in debt or they just like. Why nobody don't love me? Why why don't nobody just accept me for who I am? Why do people be my want to be my friends because I have this or my body look like this? Why you know all this type of stuff? But when they get home, they hurt it. Okay, the reason we need to remove the mask we wear. Yes, we need to learn. We need to remove it. It is time for us to be real. It is time for us to be like, okay, this is what you get. This is this is it, baby. Life is difficult enough without the added stress of frantic and our weakness. But why is it important to be honest with each other? There are several good reasons for us to amass. We are called to honest to be we are called to be honest in our relationship. The, the scriptures are full of reference dealing with each other truthfully. In Leviticus 19:11, abominish us not to deceive one another. In Zechariah 8. 16 instruct us to speak truth to each other and Paul in Colossians 3 9 10 outlines some rules for for holy living and including including do not lie to each other since we have taken off your old self with practice and put on a new self which is being renewed in the knowledge of God image of its creator to Paul it is incapable that Christian walk is incapable with the Christian walk it's only led him to confess his failure to entire rules while many of us have trouble confessing our similar problems to each to even one person, he admitted to, uh, to the Corinthians that he came to them in weakness and fear. In Corinthians chapter two, verse three, he wrote in the Romans, 
amazing Canaan passage about his continued struggle with sin. Hmm. Y'all ready to meet y'all sin? Probably not. Uh, Romans, cha- Romans chapter 7, 7 through 25. Paul, dis- Paul, uh, distrim- I mean, discriminate. Oh, Jesus. Can I talk today? Discriminated his own <laughs> his own life and honest he recommend to others. Meaning like, can you confess your weakness and your sins to other people? Can you be like, oh, this is what I did. No, can you really, can you like, I mean, lay it all out there on the table. Uh, could you just lay it out on the table, tell your whoever, like maybe it could just be one person or your friends or whoever. Could you go and stand up in front of a church in a pulpit and tell somebody all your weakness and all your sins? And I'm just saying, could you do it and just see what people, how will people react? Would you be like, I, I don't care if they just turn their back on me or whatever. Would you be like, I don't want to do that because if I feel like if they did that, I'm not going to have no friends or whatever. Could you really just be like, this is what I did. This is my weakness, my sins, and I have problems, I struggle. Could you really do that? Number two, we cannot help others. We cannot help others if they if others don't know we need it. We can't help if others don't know we need it. I mean, like, we can't help nobody if we don't know that you need help. Okay? And the New Testament offers the verities of instruction about how Christians are to treat each other. We are to bear with each other. Colossians 3.13, encourage one another and build each other up. In 1 Thessalonians 5.11, Love one another deeply from the heart. First Peter 1 22 accept one another. Romans 1, I mean Romans 15, 7 instructs one another. Romans 15, 14, be be, but how but how can people support us if we wear our masks and pains and pretend to be just fine? <laughs> this is a story. Okay, I read this story. A few years ago I discovered the benefits of masking my strokes. My husband Rick suffered from a chronic illness. Affecting every area of our family. During a specific, doing a specially, especially different weakness, I pushed my grocery cart through the aisles of a local supermarket and met Deb, a woman from another church. She asked me how things were going. Surprisingly, myself, I said not too well. Oh, uh, not too well. She further questioned. She questioned me further and told. And I told her about my struggle with Rick illness. Stepping closer to me, she asked, "May I?" Pray for you right now. Speeches are not, and she took my hand. She prayed for us right in the out as I wept silently. I've been, I have been a ministry, ministry, I've been a ministry wife for 19 years, and I can't remember anyone doing this for me before. They'll ask me if if I could pray. Wait, they'll ask if she could t- tell her prayer group about my problem. And I followed the following week, the entire group stopped by our house to pray for our family. After that, Rick and I hugged each other with tears of well by the care and concern because I allowed myself to be vulnerable with one person. God brought a group of Christians to pray for us. So, meaning like, okay, somebody, you walk in the store and somebody said, how you doing? And you know, you tore up in the inside and you heard it and all this type of thing. We got all this going on. Maybe your kids are going crazy. Maybe you got something going on, on the inside. Maybe you're dealing with some stuff. If somebody asks you, how you doing? What you gonna say? Are you gonna be like, I'm fine, and just deal with it yourself? Or you be like, just tell them. You ain't gotta tell them. Just like, like, see what the lady she said. 
my husband's struggling and it's affecting every area of our life. But she just said it. And then, so when the late, but, but you have to be careful because some people use that to their advantage. Like, oh, dude, let me tell you what's going on in their house. So they always tell me they got it going on. And it, you know, God not going to do <laughs> People would do that. But if God sent a person to you, then it's God, you know. Because I know people, they be like, hey, what's going on in your life? And not me, straight up, I tell them none of your business. Nothing. But I know when to say something. Now I have learned when to say something, when not to say something. Because people, all people want to know is what you doing. So, what you doing? Girl, I didn't know that. You know how people, they just fake. But you, 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 you would know. Uh, honesty free others to be honest. If we admit that we are grabbed grab with questions of faith, we give others permission to do the same. Confession is a discipline, difficult discipline for us because we we all too often view the believing community as a fellowship of saints before we see a fellowship of sinners. We imagine that we are the only one who have stopped, who have not stepped into the higher road to heaven. But if we know that people of God are a first fellowship of sinners, we are free to hear the unconditional call of God's love and to confess our need openly before our brothers and sisters. I mean, like, we have, if you feel like, I remember I told somebody something, <laughs> and I thought they was going to be judging me or whatever, but they didn't. I told them, I really, it was the first time I ever told somebody about this, and I told them, I was like, and they told me what, they prayed for me. Or whatever. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, that struggle still comes here and there. You know, we all deal with struggles. We deal with it. I was like, Lord, I'm gonna you know, I'm sick of it. I pray. I do what I got to do and go on. But I have to realize that's my struggle. And I I told somebody about it. Honestly, give God the glory. In second, number four, honestly, give God the glory. In second Corinthians 12, 7, Paul meant that he had a thorn in the flesh. Hmm. <laughs> he confessed that he prayed with God for the living, but the Lord asked, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Weakness emphasized mine. Paul Pride could not, could have gotten in the way of his honesty. Yes, he could. He could have boasted about how God sought him out in a unique way or about how he chose them to be God and to Mr. Priest, the Gentiles in their kingdom in Acts 9, 1 through 19. But he refrained so no one would think of a man who is warned by what I do or say. Instead, he boasts about his weakness so that so Christ's power so that Christ's power may rest on him. God is glorified by a mission of weakness. Um a mission of weakness and for dependence of his sufficient grace. Because we, you know, we we go through stuff. I'm going to tell y'all about something. I'm going to tell y'all about something. I think I'm going to tell y'all about something. Um, yeah. You have to be, you have to just take, learn how to take off your mask. Be you. Okay. My weakness is, one of my weaknesses is, I was dealing with some stuff. Dealing with some stuff. Meaning, like, I was like, I'm, everybody would ask me, oh, good morning, how you doing? Fine. I'm doing fine. But deep down, I really, truly wasn't. I was going through some stuff with my kids, meaning, like, I'm trying to, I'm a single mom. 
So I'm trying to do everything I can to make sure my kids have stuff. And now all I did was just work at home. And I still do this to this day. Work at home. Like I don't have no outside life. So, and it's very hard for me to really open up to people and just be me. Because if I say I live for God and stuff like that, if they hear me listen to like secular music or something like that, um, you, you go, you do for God and you listen to stuff like that. But they just give me the dancing and pumping and acting around. So people ask me, how you doing? Good. But then one day, I told somebody something. I was like, this is what I'm dealing with. I was dealing with depression and anxiety. And still to this day, I still deal with depression and anxiety. Uh, but I go to therapy to get help. I go to counseling. I go to, I just go get help. And I'm not ashamed to say that I have, I need help. I need help um, in that area. So I told a person, I confided in this person. I told them stuff that when nobody told two people stuff that I never thought they will use against me. One said, oh, all mental health people do is lie. Um, your casebook study just like really just down me and I was like wow you know it made me question like boy I'm telling you stuff in confidence but yet and still you throwing stuff back in my face then another person said oh you want to act funny but I'm the one to talk you talk you off the ledge <sighs> so I was like what went home came home you know and then I confined my kids, which my kids can't really do much for me. All they can do is talk to me and tell me, Mama, stop worrying. But they good at telling me, stop worrying. Um, they know they'll pray for me or, you know, tell them what the Bible say, stuff like that. They they good at that. They'll throw the Bible in my face in a minute, especially when I was depressed. Because I be depressed. I don't like telling people that I'm depressed. I, I'll stay in bed all day. I'll mope around. I just won't do nothing. So I was like that. So this morning, I got up. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you. Uh, got up this morning. Because I tell you, I have struggles and weakness. I'm, so I'm telling you all my struggles and weakness. Uh, so this morning, I got up. Well, no, I'm going to start back. It started back Monday. Because the day we have Monday. I was uh, supposed to have got, I had got recommended for a job at a school. And I got upset because the lady pulled the recommendation. Because another school wanted me but the other school backed out of so I was like pissed off mad like dang you know and then I started getting discouraged I felt like it was like a blow in my face like I'm doing what I can't do it then I told my other supervisor to do the reference check letter thing whatever they sent her she ain't did nothing ain't did it to this day she have not done it why I don't know why but she still ain't done it so I was like you know what got discouraged just like why do I keep doing this? Like, God, I pray to you that I need something better where I can be better provide for me and my kids or whatever. Me, my thing is I want to get me and my kids a house. Me and my kids had never took a vacation, went out of, besides going to, like, Garrison or whatever. But I want to take them to, like, Disney World. I want to take them to Florida, to the beach or something. Meaning, like, I want to take them out of the city, the, out of Houston. <laughs> That's my goal. That's what I want to do go on vacation not have to worry about a bill when I come back not have to worry about oh my god if I do this is I'm 
I want to be able to, you know, just stuff like that. That's that's my goal. And I want to be financially stable. So I worry about that. Um, so I was like, okay. So Tuesday came up. I got before 4 o'clock this morning. That morning, I started working on my business. Yes, it still was still digging in my mind like, oh, no, doing like this, whatever. But I stayed up and did what I had to do. Stayed up all day and um, worked on my business because I'm trying to grow my business. Did my, yeah, did my podcast yesterday. Today I woke up this morning. Today is Wednesday. It's a different day. Woke up this morning. Didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like doing nothing. Just want to stay in bed. Want to cry. Just felt bad. Like, you know. Like, why? Why? You know, why? So, I had an interview through Zoom for uh, at a school. I was like, did the interview but I wasn't feeling it meaning like it's in the process of like losing my faith like God I'm putting myself out there I'm doing application doing interviews yet still nothing is working like what is it I'm praying I sow seed I'm doing all this yet I'm about to lose faith lose hope I'm about to lose it all meaning like I'm tired because I feel like I'm doing I'm doing my part. I'm trying to stay positive, but yet I have that moment where there's a little doubt comes in. So I was like, okay. So I sat back here. I'm like, I'm doing my, after I had these interviews, by like, I had got through about 10.30. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do my, do my podcast. Didn't do it. So I was back here crying to God, talking to him. Then all of a sudden, one of my kids called me. Mama! That's what they said. I was like, yeah. So they, you know, they know me from the back of their hands. So I was like, uh-huh. So um, I did what I had to do. I um, I was like, okay. I see that they asked, why are you crying? What's going on? And I told them, and they was like, so you just gonna just lose faith? You just gonna lose hope? You just, you know, whatever. I was like, I'm trying to just stay strong. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do my podcast. But I didn't know what I want to do my podcast about. Or whatever I was just like I'm gonna do something but so today I just I just said it's time for us to take off the mask and be real with one another and just share don't be judgmental don't be like dang I think she got it going on no please don't have it going on please just struggle just like everybody else struggle so I just want to get on here and just tell y'all about to be a mess and don't be so judgmental don't, if somebody actually from sincerely from their heart, because you know when somebody want to be nosy or somebody just saying, being sincere, you know. If somebody walk up to you and say, how you doing? Would you be like, I'm fine and deal with your problems alone? Or would you be like, this is what's going on? Be honest. Because you know if somebody is sincere or they just talking. So, I just want to get on here and tell y'all that it is time for us to take off the mask and be real. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to Empower Single Mom podcast today. I hope y'all have an amazing and awesome Wednesday. Even though I I was about to ask God, thank you, so I was about to ask God to show me something, or give me some encouragement word, but He spoke to one of my kids, and so I'm up, about to get up. So I'm up now and about to work on my business and do some other stuff. I I just can't. I ask God to take that that doubt that I was feeling that like I got to just say like I'm doing all this. I'm about to lose faith and I'm about to just you know whatever. But 
I thank God for my kids and I also thank him for the Holy Spirit to help me to get through this day. So just know, you are not alone. I go through stuff just like everybody else. So thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to my podcast. And I just pray that you have an amazing day. And if somebody comes to you while you're at the store, at the job, wherever you may be, and they just ask you with a sincere heart and say, how are you doing? What would you say? So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed and amazing day.